Like no matter where I am, I still want to be able to light a fire in my family with my energy, with myself as who I am as a father, as a man, as a husband. Like that has to come from within me. I have to stop relying on other people and other things to, to provide that to people. It has to come from within. Welcome to the Rising Father Podcast. I'm Chris Rodak, and just got back from the gym. It's about 5.30 a.m. We got back around 5. My wife goes to CrossFit at 5.15, so I got to be back before that. Almost got me today, man. Almost got me. I've, I tried to take last week off because I was at the hospital. I went in for a stomach bug, thinking I would just get fluids. They took a CT scan of my stomach, and they thought there was like a blockage in my intestine, and then they told me my intestine was swollen, so then they admitted me for the entire week. And I was laying in a hospital bed all week. Not what I expected to do. So they had an IV in my arm. Couldn't do my workouts. They would give me a liquid diet to try to clear out my intestine to see if stuff would pass. And it was not the week I was expecting. Like, really challenged my identity. Because... This past year, I've been very obsessed and disciplined with going to the gym every morning. I've been counting my macros obsessively, watching what I eat. You know, a lot of my identity is wrapped up into what I'm doing physically every single day. And it's it's built me. It's helped build my business. It's helped build um, my discipline. It's helped regulate my emotions and helped me in basically every area of my life. So try, building myself physically has been helping me in every area of my life, just watching what I eat and making sure I go to the gym every single morning. And I wasn't, that, that was the longest break I've taken in about six months was last week whenever I was just kind of stuck in the hospital, but you know, I could move my feet up and down, but it's not the same. So missing all these days of workouts, I was just kind of laying there and I'm still doing a lot of work on my computer, on my laptop. Um, you know, I was, I, I had my, our program's brotherhood calls and we had some awesome calls so the kind of the nurses and the security guards were looking for me. I, would, I was like kind of wandering around the hospital like an old man with my IV cart next to me trying to find an open spot. I recorded a podcast with Ryan Carnahan out there on the patio all hooked up to the IV. And I still got stuff done. Brought guys into the program, had calls. But it just wasn't the same not being able to work out. So it challenged my identity a little bit. And it got me thinking about like what our identity is tied to. And I talk about this a lot in our group and in the groups I'm in with my coaches, we talk about this a lot, is who are you? Like, what is your identity really? Like, is it, does, is it the most important, is the most important part of your identity the things that you accomplish? Like hitting a sales goal, like hitting a weight goal, hitting these, ex, hitting a job promotion, you know, reaching these benchmarks. Is that who I am? Is that who you are? Or are you the person that responds to failure? Are you the person that no matter what circumstances are happening around him, he can light a fire in people? Are you your habits and routines? And or are you your characteristics? And we're going to keep digging into this because this is, this is important. So you have a 
you have a weight goal that you want to hit. Say you want to you want to get to 180 pounds, and you're 220 right now. And every day you're working towards this. You're working towards this, and you're working towards this. And you have a goal. You say, okay, one month from now I want to hit 180 pounds, and you don't. You're at like 190. Does that mean? But you've been doing everything up until that point, right? You've been going to the gym. You've been watching what you eat. You've been disciplined. You've been You've been great to your wife. You've been great to your kids. You're a changed person, but you didn't hit this goal. Does that mean you're not that person that you wanted to be? No. All it means is that this external measurement, this fantasy thing that's not real, didn't happen. But a lot of times we let those external benchmarks dictate who we are. And we let these external benchmarks dictate how we feel on the inside. So because you didn't hit 180 pounds then you start to spiral and you call yourself a failure and this negative mindset pulls you down from actually achieving your goal and then worst of all it affects the people in your life like your wife your kids and that used to be me man like i i used to when i didn't hit goals and when i would disappoint myself i let it affect other people which was selfish and greedy of me that's what it came came down to and then that had other consequences, like I wasn't present with my family, and and it brought a, a toxic feeling to people. Because there was many times when I was trying to build a business in the past when I wasn't ready to do it, I was too emotional about it. And when something wouldn't go my way, it would ruin me for the week. I would think about it, I would drag my wife into it, I would drag my kids into it. And I just what it came down to is I just wasn't ready to run a business at that point. I wasn't ready emotionally to be regulated and go with the flow. I wasn't ready to handle the ups and downs of being a business owner. And I let it affect other people. And if I keep digging deeper, it's because I was greedy. It's because I wanted, I wanted, you know, I wanted the sale so badly. I wanted to keep the client so badly, basically because I wanted the income, right? I wanted, I wanted to, to quit my nine to five. I wanted I wanted the revenue coming in, and I was willing to let the the sadness and the disappointment of losing that income affect the people that I care about the most. So my identity was all wrapped up in these external things instead of worrying about just, just be happy, be grateful for what you have, and do the things every day that you need to do. So let's go back to that. I was at the hospital. I was... Um, taking calls, I was running my business from my bed, my family came and visited me, and it was a test. I was like, can't, am I going to be down? Am I going to be stressed out? Am I going to be disappointed in myself because I can't do these external things that validate me, you know, bench pressing and squatting and deadlifting? Like right now, my numbers for my weightlifting are down because I had to take, basically it's been like nine days since I've been able to work out besides this week. So am I going to let that affect me and how I treat my family? It's a good test for me, and I didn't. They came and visited me. I was, he was still in the bed. I was still. And I got up and walked around with them, but I was, you know, singing with them, dancing with them, having a great time. Like it was my responsibility and job to light a fire in them, no matter where I am. Like no matter where I am, I still want to be able to light a fire in my family with my energy, with myself as who I am as a father, as a man, as a husband. Like that has to come from within me. I have to stop relying on other people and other things. To, to provide that to people. It has to come from within. 
So I want to get to the point where I don't need anyone. I need no one to inspire people, to impact people. Going along with that, later this past week, I had a business thing, a big sale that fell through. You know, it came through, everything was good to go. And for me, at this point in my life, it was like, yeah, this is a big deal to me. I get the sale. And it's gone in, gone in an instant. It was another test for me. I was, it was like right before we sat down to dinner, beautiful outside, bring all sit out on the patio. It was going to be a beautiful, beautiful meal. And then I got this text that this thing wasn't, was like dropping out, that it wasn't happening. And in the past, it would have just ruined me. Like I would have not talked during dinner. I would have been, I would have been withdrawn. I probably would have dragged my wife into it somehow. I would have talked about it before bed. I would have been thinking about it in the morning, thinking about it all week. And then that would have affected future calls. That would have affected my family, would have affected my kids and my wife for multiple days. And I would have spiraled because of it. But I passed the test. I, had a, I physically, I mentally pushed it out of my head. I thought about the family around me and I said, hey man, when you're 80 years old and you look back to this moment right now and it's a beautiful day outside, your son's nine, your wife is beautiful, your daughter is seven years old, you're going to do anything for this moment again. And one by one, I just pushed each of those little thoughts out of my head that were taking me off track and making me not present with my family. And I was able to be completely present with them. Had a wonderful meal, smiled, laughed, provided warmth, provided energy. And I did it. It's huge for me. And I told myself, I said, if you can't pass this test right now, like if you can't be calm, cool, collected, go with the flow, regulate your emotions with the ups and downs of these business things, then you can't handle it. You're not cut out for this. Like you're not cut out to be a business owner if you can't handle this kind of stuff. And I did. It just wasn't a big deal. Because many of these types of situations are going to happen in my life. And if you own a business, you know that. Like You have your ups, you have your downs. You just have to keep on doing the things you have to do to maintain your professionalism. And then what ended up happening is I was so non-affected by it is I ended up getting back on a call with the same person. And we recovered the sale. And we recovered the relationship. And everything's good to go. But had I been so emotional and torn down by it, none of that would have happened. Then on Mother's Day this past week, I said Mother's Day was last week, I woke up really grumpy for no reason. No reason. It was a beautiful day out, amazing weather. Finally beautiful here in Pittsburgh. Just amazing, amazing weather. And I was grumpy for no reason. I don't know, something, maybe something didn't go my day, my way the day before. And it took me until like noon to kind of get past this. And I said, man, today is not about you at all. You better not make it about you. Like today's about Sarah. Today's about serving your wife. Okay, today's about mom. Today's about making her feel amazing and showing our kids what it means to be a husband and father. Most importantly, like it's about Sarah. It's about making her feel special. But it's also about showing my kids what, it, what a good husband and father looks like. So I was just in my head for no good reason in the morning, little down. And I said, all right, this is it, man. You need to turn yourself around and you need to provide energy to your family. You need to show up as a good husband and father, as a rising father. You need to do that right now. Because I wasn't being present. Like my kids, still probably 11 a.m., my kids came up and talked to me. 
And I was like looking at them, but it was like a fog in front of my eyes. Like I was thinking about a hundred other things as they were in front of me. And I hate that. There's nothing worse. So I said, I got to, I got to solve this right now. I have to deal with this. And the kids left. I was outside in the back, the patio by myself for about 30 minutes. And I got myself collected. And for same thing, the rest of the day, I just one by one took these little nuggets out of my head that were distracting me, that were taking me away. And I again took myself through this visual, visualization of think about yourself when all this is gone. How valuable is this right now? Everything that's happening to you right now, how valuable is it? You're going to wish for these moments again. You're going to want so badly to have your son nine years old, your daughter seven, your wife 35, and have everyone in your life that you have right now on a beautiful Mother's Day. Like when you're on your deathbed looking back, this would be like a fantasy dream to you. Like it's like, this could be like the memory you go to right before you die. Just a beautiful Mother's Day, sun shining. It was like 70 degrees. Your whole family is there, young, happy, wanting nothing more than just for to love you and for you to love them and for you to miss it over mental things, like thinking about the future or thinking about the past. It's horrible. So that thought brought me back into the moment. And that dinner I had at Mother's Day was the most present I can ever remember being, like in a long time. Nothing else was in my head, nothing else at all. It was just me, my family, we were eating. I didn't care about the next day. I wasn't thinking about what happened earlier in the day. And I was just sucking up every single second as if it was infinity. Like this moment lasts forever. And that's what like these good memories, these good life moments do. They, they last forever. That's what I feel like. Whenever we're, whenever we're truly present, we can tap back into that memory. And if we're truly present, if we're truly present, we can feel ourselves there. We can really truly live that moment again. And it, and it lasts forever. It's an infinite moment, but only if we can truly get there. When we're not being present with our family, first off, it's greedy, it's selfish. It's because we want to be somewhere where we're not right now. We want to, we want to figure out the future more than we want to enjoy the present. Or we want to analyze the past more than we want to enjoy the present. So no matter which it is, whether we are living in the future or the past, it's more important than the present right now. So we're saying that the future and the past is more important than the people in front of us right now, which is usually our families. And when we have kids just staring at us and we're looking back at them, but we're not really there, that's crushing to them. It's like a robot's in front of them. It's like they're looking, it's like they're living in the metaverse and they're seeing an avatar of ourselves. Like, where's my real dad? I want my real dad. I don't want him looking at his phone. I don't want him looking past me, thinking about an email he has to write. I want my real dad right now. And we're either worried about the future, like trying to think about ways to make tomorrow better, or we're reviewing the past to once again figure out patterns and fix things for the future. And we're saying right now, like screw right now, I need to figure out tomorrow. But then here's what happens. We do that. We miss right now. Tomorrow comes. And then we're thinking about tomorrow again. And we're missing tomorrow because we're thinking about the next day. And then the next day comes, and we're once again thinking about the next day. So are we ever really living in the moment? 
are we ever really living? Like if we're not, if we can't figure out being present, are we ever really living? Because we're never absorbing our current situation. We're always thinking about tomorrow or yesterday. We're never thinking about right now. So are we just like living in a dream? And for many people, that lasts decades. Like I talk to guys on calls that want to join our program and they, you know, say, hey, I'm 47. I don't know where the last 10 years went. They flew by. Last 10 years just flew by in an instant. And like my, they're saying, like my kid's 16. I've got two years left. And I've, luckily I have a four-year-old and I want to try again with them. Like, do you, do, is that the situation you want to be in? If it is, then yeah, man. It's time to it's time to figure it out. Some people never figure it out. But if that is your situation, figure it out. If you've got young kids or your kids are about to be born, you don't want to be in that situation. And first off, you have to make the most of yourself right now so your kids see you at your best. And then we've got to figure out how to be present right now so we're actually here. Like it's great if your kids are young and you have all this time left with them, but if you're not present then it doesn't matter. Like you won't experience it. If you're running a business and you're always thinking about the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, or reviewing yesterday, then you're going to miss their entire childhood. And you're, you know, you're going to wake up, your son's going to be 12. And you're going to say, what? You're 12? I was just holding you in my arms yesterday. What happened? Yeah, because you weren't actually living. Like you were not actually living. You were in a constant dream state of the future. You were constantly thinking about tomorrow. And then tomorrow you were thinking about tomorrow. And then tomorrow you were thinking about tomorrow. You were never really present. And I think the way to solve this, and believe me, I still have a, a ways to go to figure this out. I think the way to solve this is being grateful for what you have right now and not being selfish, not wanting more. That's what it comes down to. For me, and I'll figure out more next week, and I'll share that. But over the past week, I've made some big breakthroughs with being present. And I've realized that it's a flaw in myself, it's a flaw in my own character that's stopping me from being present. It is me wanting something more than I have right now. And because I want something more than I have right now, it's stopping me from looking around and appreciating what I have right now. And when I do that, it pulls my my heart and my mind away from the reality that I'm in. And I'm living in a different dimension almost. And the current dimension I'm in, the current reality I'm in, has my wife in it, has my kids in it. And that's the place I want to live. And I'm going to really, really work on that this next week. It doesn't matter if I don't close a single deal. It doesn't matter if I, you know, some tragedy happens and I have to miss, physical thing happens, I have to miss all my workouts doesn't matter. Like, you know, if something horrible happens with my car and I get in a, a car wreck, like nothing can pull me away from what I have right now. Because I need to show up as the best husband and father I can at every moment. And I also don't want to miss a moment. 